I Which worry that we're not funny. Just pepper it in there, Eric. Just just go ahead. <laughs> we'll try it on for size. Thanks for humoring me. I appreciate it. All right, let's do this. Welcome back to the Jack of the Shadows podcast, episode 16. We're the three Jacks, Eric, Adam, and Dave. I'm Eric. I'm Dave. I'm feeling a little bit three-jected. <laughs> Please, uh, three-jective. Three-jected? Yeah, that's that's Is Adam. That like red that's Adam's weak attempt at humor for the week. We've already started out on a we low can, note, so we've we only got a place to go from up stop, from here. We get so. one every week. Yeah. In this episode, we'll be covering chapters 37 through, th- through 42 of Robert Jordan's The Great Hunt, the second book in the Wheel of Time series. As always, this episode will begin with a view from Dragon Mount before we discuss what shook your willow. Next, we'll travel across the universe and discuss the multiverse we experience when Rand travels the hunters. Flicker, 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 flicker. Multipass. Yes, honey, we know. After that, we'll head to the White Tower for little Eyes Eyes Baby, then return to Falme for a little Chan Chan Chan. Do the Chan Chan Chan. Chan Chan Chan. And then we'll do a quick In Dreams. And then it came from the shadows where we discuss something a little macabre or obscure. And finally, we'll wrap up with our Coplin of the Week and who leveled up. Mm, there you have the it. The juicy stuff. The tender bits. So <laughs> let's Rich get and compelling. a view from Dragon Mountain. Survey this story. We are covering this episode in chapters 37 through 42. But before we do, let's do a quick summary of last episode episode 15 covered chapters 31 through 36 and saw pod and fane join the company of turok who opened the chest of the horn and dinosaur hunter tom headed off into the early dawn of kyrian after discovering the murder of his lover uh and the episode ended with the hunters of the horn headed to the way gate to hopefully travel to tomon head and face pod and fane in this episode which did not work Chapter 41 sees the Ogier Alar lead the hunters to the portal stone where Varen coaxes Rand into using the stone while pretending for the hunters that she is the one using the stone. Rand doesn't know what he's doing, but uses the stone anyway. The portal stone takes the hunters through a myriad of lifetimes before finally dropping them off on Toman Head, but Varen estimates that four months now have passed. Chapter 38 jumps to the White Tower, where Leandrin appears after mysteriously vanishing from Meadow shortly after Moiraine disappeared in Chapter 12. Leandrin convinces Egwene and Nynaeve that Rand and the boys need their help on Tomon Head, and the three must use the ways in order to reach them quickly. After listening to the conversation, Elaine and Min persuade the other two to bring them along, despite their promises to Leandrin to tell no one about their mission. Thank goodness they don't listen well. (laughs) In chapter 39, the four girls sneak out of the tower to join Leandrin and begin their journey through the ways. Chapter 40 sees Leandrin betray the four girls to the Sean Chan. Hi, Lady Who would have seen it coming? Who thought that was gonna happen? She seemed a pleasant sort. Yes. The Sean Chan seemed to have been waiting for the girls' arrival, but were only expecting Egwene and Nynaeve. Egwene is quickly collared by an, by an Adam, by the Suldam Rena, and made a Demane, and now she can't channel except when commanded. Nynaeve and Elaine escape, but Min is left behind and captured as well. Min is about to be murdered by the Shan Chan, but Egwene begs for her life, and Min is spared. The chapter ends with Nynaeve and Elaine reuniting and heading to Falme to recover Egwene and Min. 
Chapter 41. The hunters have been on Tomon Head for three days. They've learned a little bit about the Sean Chan from the towns they've found, but not a whiff of pot and fane for Huron. There is some disagreement with nope. their next step at this point. Ingtar wants to send out the scouts east and west, and Rand wants to head straight for Fawn. I must have the horn. Where he is certain Pot and Fane awaits. <laughs> Rand reveals the instructions passed along by Barthanus Damadred as Rand left Damadred's manor in Kyrian, but doesn't seem to influence Ingtar. Matt is wasting away, and Rand leaves to take a nap frustrated. When he falls yeah. asleep, Baal Zaman appears, talking about a trap, calling him Luz Theron, and threatening to stop the cycle that sees Baal Zaman defeated by the dragon time and time again. It's a trap! <laughs> Chapter 42 returns to Nynaeve <laughs> and Elaine, who have now reached Falme, but are running out of supplies. They've not found the other two yet, but in the meantime, Nynaeve has been trying to figure out how to unclasp the Adam necklace, which has almost gotten yeah. them caught. The scene then shifts to Egwene, who has learned more of the awful life of a Demone, but occasionally receives soothing visits from Min. Unfortunately, during the visit in this chapter, the Sean Chan Suldam Rena has discovered that Egwene was channeling unsupervised and decides to take more drastic action with her. The chapter Brutal. closes with Egwene being bestowed with the new name Thule and being tortured into accepting the name. I had a dog when I was young. A I cat. will call you Thule. Oh, it's a cat. It's a cat. Thule. Thule sounds a like a better name. cat name than a dog name. Ugh, yeah. Ugh, yeah. So that's our story for this episode. Now let's talk about our favorite moments of it during What Shook Your Willow. So. I'm on board with that song. <laughs> yeah. What shook my willow? So Adam. The what, willow. What yes. is it that shook your willow this week? Uh, mine is uh, more of a question or just... It's interesting to me that Nynaeve is this, I mean, spoken about being one of the strongest Aes Sedai of all time. She has the possibility of be, being yeah. that. Um, but we keep getting over and over again that she can only use her power in times of anger. And we have a really big scene in this when, when the Shan Chen appear and then she just disappears. And then all of a sudden you're seeing like lightning and there's this giant wind. Who knows if it's her doing it? It seems like she might be doing part of that. Uh, so she's really, really strong, but she can only do it when she's angry. So it's a really great power that has huge amounts of limitations. And I'm just wondering if this is going to continue with her, if she's ever going to solve this. Obviously, we're in the second book. And we don't know. I mean, we, we don't know what might happen with her. Exactly. She, she could get bumped off for all we know. Um, well, true. Game of Thrones style. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. You've she been, could be dead. In you've the next, been Game of Thrones. Next week. That's true. Yeah, and maybe it's because she can't channel when she's right. not angry. Right. So uh, there's so there's a lot going. There's a lot to unpack there because part of the part of the reason why this occurs is something that's been identified by several of the Aes Sedai to this point, which is that she has been she's learned to channel and been channeling without knowing it. So they talk yeah, wilding. about wilder she's a wilder Wilding. so they they talk about wilding is something else uh <laughs> they talk about they wilding. talk about her having developed a block because she is in denial as we've discussed in in previous episodes 
she's she's been in you know tremendous denial of having this power to begin with. So she's True. blocked herself. And then the other really interesting thing is when they learn to channel, all of the girls learn using this idea of like a flower unfolding. Right. And Nynaeve's is a thorn bush. Yeah. Well, I think one of the things we're also not mentioning here, which is pretty huge, it's it's her personality in general. She's stubborn. She doesn't surrender. And that's what you have to do to, to embrace the source, um, to embrace Sayadar as a woman, is you have to surrender. Nynaeve doesn't surrender to anything. She commands everything. So that's a, another yeah. a hindrance to what she, why she can't do what she needs to do. Yeah, her lousy personality. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's definitely there as well. But we also know that uh, all the Emmons fielders are stubborn to their varying degrees. Nynaeve has definitely had more power bestowed on her uh, up to right. the point that this story begins. And so she definitely has more of a sense of control probably than the other two do. But yeah, I think she was spanking their bottoms just 10 days ago. Yeah. That mixed in with the other elements that I mentioned all lead to her having yeah. this issue. And it's already been a problem for her. She's already wanted to channel. She wanted to channel when she was having her testing for the accepted. And there were a couple of times right. when she couldn't and she was trying to make herself angry. And and it even mentions during these six chapters that while she's fleeing the Sean chant, she's constantly having to remind herself of why she's upset in order to channel to cover her retreat. So it, it's yep. it's been a problem for her and it appears it's it's going to, you know, continue to be an issue because unless she's angry, yep. even though she we've had several indications to this point that she's an incredibly powerful Aes Sedai. Well, she's not an Aes Sedai yet. Thank you. Yeah. She's an incredibly right. powerful channeler. And that's, and that's an important thing to, I'm glad you brought that up, Dave. That's, that's important to note because we're going to talk about uh, the difference between Aes Sedai and just people who can channel. Right. And she like, yeah, she skipped, she skipped steps, blah, blah, blah. She didn't learn all the history and blah, blah, blah. She's just, she's, she's too cool for school. Well, some of that she needs to get into school fast, though. Some of that she's been yeah. allowed. She's been allowed. She was allowed to become a, an accepted right away upon entering the tower because Absolutely. of her age and her experience. So she's skipped over a lot of that. And they're having a problem with numbers. So they're probably like, yeah, yeah, maybe well, that's we're going to just too. push you. And, through. you know, some of them are like, no. <laughs> so that's yeah. something we'll keep track of. We'll keep track of, you know, her ability to control this power and, yep. and, and channel and, and do you think it was channel the lightning? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. She was one okay. of those. Yeah. It was, yeah. I think we're supposed pretty to cool. understand they mentioned, that. They mentioned her talking about learning one of the weaves that she saw the other person doing. Yeah. She's so. a, she's a, she and Egwene yeah, yeah, are yeah, yeah. both incredibly quick, really, really quick learners. Yeah. And Elaine is real pretty. Right. That is your, that's my willow. That's your willow. So my willow for the week is the High Lady Suroth. There are dark friends everywhere. And even though we think that the Sean Chan are serving the purpose of Balzaman, they, maybe they're not. They, not I mean, all, they, 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 they seem to have their own purpose. And I, I've, I think I talked about last week, I feel like we feel like the Sean Chan are evil simply because we've been viewing this whole story from the, from the perspective of this continent, oh, and they're they coming are. from another one. <laughs> they are. There's but, no question. 
there's just, just varying degrees of evil. There's a difference well, between serving the dark one evil yes. and being horrible, horrible, horrible people and evil in that way. And they are horrible, horrible, horrible people. So she, yeah. Suroth, is a dark friend. So we, we begin to get an understanding that there are dark friends everywhere. everywhere. And like yeah. it's really, she's particularly interesting to me because during the dream, uh, Balzaman discusses having all of these different threads yeah. out there. And this book, we've seen how everything is drawing everyone to Toman Head. And this, it, it seems to be coming clearer and clearer that this is part of some greater plan. And yeah, it seems like a big plan. This, here's a dark friend from this completely different continent who seems somehow to, to be part of it. And is this what Leandrin disappeared to do? Is this why Leandrin disappeared? Was she communicating with this woman? Like how, how did this communicate or, or is this some communication that happened at the beginning of this book? Cause remember this been. book begins well, yeah. with that, with that, that strange meeting in the chamber. Yeah. So there's just a lot going on here that I would, you know, that I'd really like to, dig that I, that I want to know the backstory behind and I want, and I'm looking forward to the development of. Yeah. Yeah. There, yeah. There's a lot of, they keep talking. Yeah. This, this woman is just brought in. What was she just lounging on her side and being carried around? Right. She's on, she's kind of on a, a traveling chase lounge. She's, she's, a, a, she's on a palanquin. <laughs> she's a palanquin. Kind of like, do, do, yeah, do, do. she's, she's a I high lady. She's to serve me. She's somebody who's really important. Yeah, and she gets and pretty pissed off friend. at Leandrin. And I love she the fact does, that they're yeah. talking about their master. Yeah. And no one's... Pay and here's a weird thing. Right, and, and Egwene and Elaine are listening to this, and they're not... Well, not just that. Are they catching on? Who? It, it, it's almost like they're immaterial for who might be listening. So the other servants oh, right. are got to be listening. Now, they serve an empress, may she live forever. The Empress well, is not their master. That would be their mistress or their... So the, the words being used there, I would think that should be setting off alarm bells for everybody else around because well, Suroth is supposed to be serving the Empress, not a master. Well, male. we, yeah, yeah, we know yeah, from sure, Turok that there are these on. listeners who are everywhere also, right? right? Yeah. You would but, think you wouldn't just... My point is you think you wouldn't just be babbling that out loud. Right, right. I, I, would, I would agree... Unless they're all in on it. Right, right. You know? Well, I think that they're, they're also just so... One of them is just one-upping the other and is, like, just pointing out her power at that point. So oh, that's, that's, definitely, relationship that's definitely going on as well. Right, and you know she doesn't yeah. like the Marath Damani, so that's not necessarily a, a fun spot for anyone to be in. No. Yeah, and you all of a sudden have a collar around your neck. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It is interesting that that Suroth is completely comfortable, yeah, talking about bringing that up. Shaitan in the open, right? She, well, who, whoever they're they're met, who knows? Who, who knows yeah. who that master is? I mean, well, ultimately, it's the Great Lord of the Dark, right? But we know there's intermediaries. So what are you, what are you going to use as your criteria for yeah. who you dislike more? 
Yeah, is I would the, like to is know the, sheer the loathing, I think. Well, okay, well that's the, you just said the same thing. So is it the what what is it? Is it the danger they present? Is it the way that they operate? Is it um I think I've made up my mind. I think it's a Sean Chan based mainly because on, he it, it what it for me what it's just based on it's it's a gut feeling and my gut feeling is just while he is such a great evil, his main way that he acts most of the time when we interact with him throughout the book, he's not trying to perpetrate, perpetrate unless he's trying to subvert somebody. When he's talking about himself or when he's thinking about himself, he's just thinking about death, destruction, blah, blah, blah. The Sean Chan, I think they're right. They think what they're doing is right, and it is so wrong. Oh, He's, he's convinced he sure. just wants to kill and do whatever and get after Rand and blah, 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 blah. They actually are true believers. They're true yeah. believers, and they're insane. Like, uh-huh. he knows he's insane. They're insane, and they don't know they're insane. And that's a problem. Yeah, I, they, they, okay. I, I agree with you that they, the information that we've been handed, although Fane has some crazy bits here and there, but the Sean Chan, with this whole Rana conversation, yeah, and gets bad. I, I will put the caveat on this. I could change my mind at a given point, <laughs> but right now. True. <laughs> so you're, you're basing your decision off of how... Uh, z- zealous they are with the with their patriotism it's like the white cloaks the white cloaks Mm -hmm. are zealots they have in no way shape or form want to they've got their minds made up they're they're not gonna they they know they're probably not gonna turn you the way of viewing and they're gonna kill you or they're gonna torture you to get information out of you the sean chan questioners are like, let's say in relation to the one power, they've got their minds made up, you know, they're all witches, they're all going to die, blah, 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 we're good, we know what we're doing, blah, blah, blah. The Sean Chan are of the same mindset, but they're actually going to make you slaves while they're going about their craziness. Well, they're... Sure, so are the white yeah. folks, though. They they're going to make a specific the, the class, white class of people, people slaves, a specific, very small class of people slaves. But the most powerful ones. Well, the most supernaturally powerful. Well, that just about trumps everything in this world so far. It does. Well, that's the reason why the Sean Chan do what they do. Be like having, you know. Yeah. Let's travel across the universe and discuss the multiverse that we uncover in in Rand's traveling from the Steading Sofu to Toman Head, the, the Portal Stone. Toman head. So obviously we get to the way gate and it doesn't work because Mashin Shin is there. And so we discover that there is another, that there is a portal stone. Thanks to Huron. Huron makes the suggestion, Hey, we could travel like Rand took us to made yeah. us travel that one time and get to right. get or to Toman yeah. head much faster. So we get to... Or not, as the case were. So we, you know, want to find a portal stone. There's one in Steading Tofu. Here we are. Steading Tofu. And, yeah. And Varen is... A delicious treat. Varen is going to... cook the right way. ...cajole Rand into, into using this portal stone. And Rand, obviously... I'll be done with Aes Sedai. Yeah, Rand is, Rand is ticked off at her because he feels like she's... Don't you manipulate me. She's forcing him into doing something. And then he also is worried about... Because, because there are several people that know that he can channel, but not Rand. everyone in the Hunters. 
knows Ooh. that he can channel, and he doesn't want to reveal that in front of all of them. He almost does it, though, the way he keeps shouting stuff out. I mean, well, what the heck? Matt keeps shouting oh, stuff gosh, out. Yeah. So Varen, Varen finds a way to be able to make it look like she's doing it, and then Rand is doing it, and then boom, it happens, and blah. This is this is craziness that I don't really think we've seen since the the fly, the fly incident. The fly incident. So although this is, I don't, although the the brutality of it and and having to live through those situations reminds me a lot of Nynaeve's test. Yeah, thank you. Yes, it yeah, very much mirrors the testing for the to become accepted. It Which very much mirrors Nynaeve's experience. Like so, she's walking through a Tirangriel, Tirangriel. To, to, to get to do that in her testing. And mm-hmm. this is something created by the power, I think, also. They created this. I don't know if it's a, an Angriel, Terangriel, Sangriel, whatever. I don't know what they would consider this thing to be. Uh, they didn't mention oh, that, so uh, I don't know if it's any... Wasn't it made yeah. before the I said I? They created the portal stone, but they've never said if it's one of these devices because you have to channel the power into it to make it work. Right. And I think now, those other apparently. things work with the power as well. So this is obviously something similar to that. And well, this is it all take, the worlds it and takes the them someplace similar. Right. Yeah, it's similar to the rings that she walks through. All the worlds that could possibly be. And we've known that these people could disappear into the, the, the Tyrion Grail and never disappear, you know, or never reappear when they're mm-hmm. doing the testing. So that's the worlds that could be also. So I wonder if they're yeah, like but the same Yeah, but Varen says that it was a surge in the power. So what the heck does that mean? Well, so what happens happens because Rand screws up. First of all, sure. he doesn't, somehow, he doesn't know what he's what doing. He does well, we know he screws up because we know the way they we know the way they're supposed to work is you uh, you think of the place you want to go. You know how right. to read it on the stone. You Can imagine you screw it up there. something you don't know how to work. I think that's the fastest way to screw something up. Yeah, he just he just Peter I mean, Pan I always think of screwing something up. You screw something up when you know how to do it and then you do it wrong. In this case, he doesn't know what to do. Right. So I don't know if it's he's screwing it up. He just. Does it wrong? Well, he doesn't. Yeah, he, he blindly chooses. Right. He, yeah. What What we do know is he doesn't know what he's doing. No. And therefore, yeah. he, he doesn't, doesn't do it right. <laughs> right. So he does it very badly. But at the same time, it ends up working. It does. They do work. get there. Now it takes way too long, and it sets them back even. Which further, is but, also weird. Yeah. Well, Varen says that she doesn't think the pattern will let him die until it's done with him, but that doesn't mean that it's not going to, you know, f with him a bit. And yeah. well, Moiraine is concerned. Moiraine is concerned during the, you know, all of the Eye of the World that even though he, she feels he's destined to become something, he could still destroy himself in the process, and yeah. that destiny could go unrealized. What's it going to yeah. take for this kid to realize he's a dragon reborn? I don't know. It has not, enough has not that happened dog yet. Doggone Emmons Field stubbornness. My word. I mean, every time I win again, lose Theron. I mean, every time I win in again. every world, he is yeah. being told that's who you are. Everyone's telling him that to him. No, I'm not. I'm a cranky pants little boy. I'm going to sit in the corner with my thumb in my mouth and... So Rand argues with Varen over this very thing. Right. And he says, and she eventually says, all right, fine. You don't want to admit that you're the dragon reborn? Here, you are what you are. Will you choose or will you stand here until your friend dies? Yeah. Let's go. She uses some guilt and it works perfectly. Absolutely. Because we know that we know that Rand is incredibly loyal and right. he's going to do what he needs to do to save Matt. Yeah. 
Now, as, as Dave has referenced numerous times through this podcast, we get this flicker flicker language again, which we haven't had flicker. since the fly early in this book, <laughs> really, really early in this book. Incident. Right. Yeah. yeah. The Lord of the flies. And yeah. we, we get this again. So, so there Piggy. is, there's some sort of, this is some kind of analog to that moment. I, I still, after, after having experienced this, I don't know what it is other than to think yeah. that Rand was experiencing other worlds when he stepped through that door. Alternate timelines. Oh, you mean in that door? Yeah. I don't know. But it was, yeah. all, it was all this, it was all the same timeline. Jordan uses the same device. Uh, device thank yeah. you. Here as he does there, which is this camera flutter. But this is far more in depth. Right. So well, there are more things happening. So we're getting flickers, yeah, and timeline. Rand is experiencing a bunch of different lifetimes. So sad, yeah. terrible, terrible lifetimes. Too. A lot of it involves the Gwen. Wouldn't you think, like, yeah, the the interesting thing, like, he knows he was supposed to be more than this. He was supposed to do more than this, which you would think that would oh. get through to his brain. Hey, you actually are someone more important than you think you are. But none of those, if they're if they're alternate worlds, why why isn't there an alternate world with happiness? Well, maybe we're in it. Because you need to make what you have. Maybe, maybe. Maybe there's only one world with happiness for him and he's in it. Maybe. I mean, that kind of sucks. I don't know. Remember, I don't know if he can exist in a world with happiness. He's remember. Dragon Reborn. During, maybe. During this chapter, Jordan chooses to narrate a couple of different uh, moments, but he doesn't narrate all of them. We know that Rand experiences many, many more that Jordan doesn't narrate. True. So maybe some of those were pleasant. Uh, no one else that came out seemed to think, I mean, like everyone that came out of it, including him, were all, you know, gobsmacked. They were all just felt like they'd been run over by a steamroller. So I'm having to think the majority of everything for everybody was just bad. Or, or, or that's more of a statement on human personality, which is the thing when we see a multitude, that, right. When we see a multitude of possibilities, the one that clings to us generally tends to be the worst. It's similar to point. the phenomenon that coaches will tell you, which is in all of the experiences that they have, it's the worst losses that stick with them rather than the greatest achievements. Well, it, yeah, shout out to Eric, my homeschool basketball coach. The only thing, trying the to only thing the I will say is in, in... All I had were losses. In Nynaeve's situation, <laughs> the future did have a possibility of happiness. She changed <laughs> that. <laughs> she, well, right. That was the that, test for her was, can you, leave good, this, good role. can you leave this utopia? Right. In this case, there never, at, at least from all the examples we were given, there never was an utopia. It doesn't seem like there was one for Matt in Matt's statements of, I would never do that to you, Rand. You have to know that. Perrin, yeah, but I think that he probably had some Perrin good times. did the infamous uh, event horizon thing where he was trying to tear his eyes out of his head. Um, yeah. I mean, it just seemed like for everybody, I mean, who knows what's going on with what Inktar? That guy's losing his gourd left and right. So Inktar it just seems like... Here's the other interesting thing. In every single one of these, it seems like Rand is the dragon reborn. In oh, every yeah. one. Yeah. One, it's just one instance he has But no, he's not. There's, he's not the Dragon Reborn. There's no, there is no world where he's not. Right. And each, he doesn't realize it in the ones that we experience, but, but it is clear that he should have been. Right. So that's well, I think Dave, I think Dave, to your, to, to what you were saying, I think it's pretty, it's summed up pretty well through Perrin when he says at the end of this chapter, uh, we don't have many choices really, do we, Rand? So. Yeah. 
Rand yeah. just wants to avoid his his choice. But, so that but might the all might be force on Rand him to do otherwise. Rand is trying in all those insta- instances not to accept the fact that he is the Dragon Reborn. Yeah. So the other thing that none I- of them said that he did. So obviously, he's going to be affecting those around him negatively. Hmm. Interesting. Negatively, I think so. If you're not accepting who you are, you your could, choices impact even if everybody he does else. accept hmm. who he is. There might be negative. So what you're so what you're talking about really is the it, fact it that seems the, like he might be influencing all these worlds because he's not making the choice that he should make. So I think what you're what you're picking up on is the fact that the pattern has a purpose for him, and if that purpose right, doesn't exactly. get realized, it destroys. It, it's still destructive to those to those that get caught in the in the world that he creates in the pattern. It's interesting by think not that following the pattern. Those other people's flicker, flicker, flicker moments. It may or, or they're, they're, they're independent. Yeah, I'm thinking they probably are, are independent. The other worlds are existing, and then he is living in those worlds, and he is not doing it. So the pattern that Taviran was not enough of a pull for him. Well, I don't know. No, like it in was. That, in that it was pulling him, and he and, and he, he was just, just choosing ran, not yes, to do it. and he was and he just didn't do it, and it, and it and that's why he destroy. He ends in he ends badly. Well, I don't know about it in Matt's situation though, because Matt ruined it for him. Matt told on him, and something happened to Ram because Matt told on him. Well, right. Matt's we not the that. dragon reborn. Right. So I'm just thinking everybody else's weird Matt's other moments. Yeah, what Matt's Taverin. Yeah. One of the other things that I loved is that we also get a feeling for Menethrin here. In the second life that Rand leads, the people of the Two Rivers they go to fight up. at Terran River, and there's a reference to Menethrin. The people that are charging at the Trollocs feel as if they have done this before. Because they have, because this is Their blood this has, is yeah. the right exactly. It's the people of Menethrin. So we get another Menethrin reference here. Mm-hmm. We get several stories in outline of how the story we are reading could have gone. I love all of these possibilities that Jordan has imagined, and it goes to show Moiraine's speculation that. While the wheel of time will force Rand's choices, in certain ways there are possibilities where he is not there to fight the Dark One. Yeah, and we, you know, this is this is one of the things that, aka, uh, bad ending for everybody. Right. This is this is one of the things that people who read books that they don't like constantly harp on is, oh, you know, the book always makes the convenient choice for the hero and. It yeah. leads the hero conveniently to the final ending. What he reveals here is there are several different ways that the story could have gone. And we, we yeah. see that through Nynaeve's experience as well. Mm-hmm. We're seeing some of the different possibilities. So Jordan is sort of laying his cards on the table here and showing, hey, here are some of the other ways that this story could have gone. It's that, great. Yeah. It's fantastic. I find it. I'm glad it didn't go really the way of Rand's satisfying. fingers falling off so far. <laughs> I know. I've got two fingers. I can still fire this bow. The wasting sickness. Yeah. So yeah, we, that was the leprosy. We, yeah, that and then being in the queen, the queen's. He was beyond the pain. And like, just started off really sad. Yeah, they're really sad yeah, because he doesn't, very, because he's, very, because very each one of them situation. is a denial of who he is. Yeah. And nice we're in a we're, we're in a story now where he's where Rand is denying who he is all um, the time. Varen makes an argument for the multiverse You're in this in that chapter story right now. In chapter You're thirty, it right now. Um, 
she, so I, I, I introduced this segment with the idea of the multiverse and, and Varen identifies a multiverse in this, in this story world as well. She says that the lines that join the worlds that might be laid by those who knew the numbers of chaos, Varen shuddered. She'd seem to be talking to herself. I've never heard it, but there is no reason we would not be born in those worlds. Yet the lives we lived would be different lives. Of course, different lives for the different ways things might have happened. So the Aes Sedai, or at least some of the Brown, and definitely Varen, recognize that there are these Angriel out there which lead to if that's what this is. sliding doors moments, experiences of some of the other ways that things could have been when choices were made differently. Dave, you mentioned that Matt saw a reality that he wanted to make sure Rand knew that given the world that they were in, this Matt would never make, which is to betray Rand. Varen apparently saw something that surprised her as well. She's still a little bit in shock. So everybody sees something that clings with them. And it it, it, it did would, not resonate well. It's interesting. That's so, so awful. I know I'm just speaking the same points that you're making, but this is like a thousand lives that they all have experienced. And the majority of which that we know were all bad. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. And how does that affect this story? It doesn't. Well, it doesn't? We've, we've yet to find how out. Can it, how can it not? Well. How, well given well, given all of the different choices. Point, that they didn't talk enough about it because they don't talk about things because it's like the show Lost. Well. <laughs> <laughs> they just don't talk about their feelings. We experience them through things they say, but they never sit around. And they're like, hmm, how was that for you? How are those thousand lives that you lived? Well, it's like no one wants it. They don't. I mean, Perrin almost has like ripped his face open. He, they don't. Yeah. They, they're, let, yeah. Let's, let's go to the fact that two rivers people are stubborn. Like, Perrin, so they're, the two rivers people are stubborn. They're wolves. not going to talk about it. Why have we not talked about it? Because they don't do that. Well, yeah. Because stupid be, two rivers. I don't want to hang yeah. out there. I well, need the gossip. Well, it's it's understandable that, behavior. It's not that weird. I, no, it, it's He's not saying it's weird. He's saying, saying it's, it's problematic. It's, it's just really annoying. You should well, probably yeah. talk about those major things that you're right. going through. I mean, imagine imagine where we would be in this story if each each one of these guys was telling his friends what was going on. But sometimes they do because they talked about the dreams. Think about how long it took well, Rand to tell Matt, Matt and Perrin that, like, that he could channel. Everyone is, well, everybody, that's a little bit larger Rand than this guy's appearance. working so hard to get Matt's dagger, but they haven't really sat down and been, he hasn't been like, hey, Matt, you're not looking so good. Well, they know that. How are you doing? I don't, I, I don't think that's, that's, that's a different, that that's a different, I, I don't I know, know that I would want to, I would want to tell my friend, Hey, I think you're going to look like happening. you're going to die any but, day you now. Know, maybe some tea time would be good for all these people. Yeah. I, maybe I'm not, I'm not having any, I'm not having any conversations with anybody that they look like they're going to die tomorrow, yeah, especially when they're acting like there's no way that's going to happen. All right, let's uh, let's dive in a little farther into some eyes, eyes, baby. Boom, boom. This, no, no, no. So Varen is the one who has yeah. led Rand here. What do we think of Varen to this point? I, I, I like her. She's a, I don't almost she's even know what to think about, about Varen because I'm so busy listening to Rand being a moron. I'm just like, would you shut up, Rand, and let her talk for once? Mm. She, yeah. I, I, Let's look at, okay. She, yes. 
To, you to, are you are a very Sedai centric reader. I you am, but at the same time, I'm not blind to the fact that she's obviously they're they're trying to steer him to a path. But the path they're trying to steer him to is oh, it's kind of saving the world. Yeah, no, 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 no. I being an Sedai centric reader is not a is not a ba- good or a bad thing. You no. you you just are. You um you identify with the I said I. That's the lens through which you read these books, I think. I, I think it's it's I think you also read them through Rand's eyes, but but it Rand is constantly in conflict with them, and I think you side with them over Rand. Because he's acting like a he's acting like a brat. Sure. Um yeah. and yeah, he's only been at this for what? A couple of months. Right. A couple of months. But <laughs> Once again, it's like he he's so pigheaded with yeah yeah. Once again, they may be using him. I'm, they they, were, using they him. were using him. They would admit that they're using him. They would admit they're using him, but not in the way that he's set it up for. He's setting it up for you're not setting me up to be a false dragon. Well, first of all, you're not a false dragon. You moron. You're the dragon. Accept it, and your life's going to be a whole lot better for that's you. The, that's the problem. He doesn't. He, he doesn't want to accept it. All his friends are going to die because he's the dragon. Right. Right. For, so, remember, or guess what? I if you don't suck it up and accept from. that mantle of responsibility, they all are going to die. So, Varen, it seems like they're going to die either way. <laughs> no. See, one one is a banked on a future possibility of if you go crazy, you might kill them. Might kill them. If you don't accept the mantle of being the dragon reborn, you are going to kill them. They're going to be dead because you didn't save I don't them. But you're not going to be the reason why. You're not going to be the direct reason why they're right. coming up and taking place. There, there's a big difference like between they being... They talk about that half the world is going to die. Right. Well, that other half might live, and you might be part of that other half, well, as opposed to if you don't do it, they're all going to die. And all I just the understand shadow. his struggle. He's been in it for about nine months. Well, not only that, but his entire upbringing has been to believe that people that deal with the one power are not good. Yeah. Yeah. And that men that's can a, channel. That's a lot to overcome. Should be hanged. It's like, it's like being raised in one religion and then being thrust into a world where other people, where you realize that the other religion is true and trying to come to terms with that. It's really, exactly. really hard. Yeah. Or being raised as a bigoted person. Well, well they definitely that's a matter. That, but that's just that a matter of goes perspective. Along with religion. That's simply that's just a matter of perspective. He's he's dealing with a sea change. He's trying to adjust to a paradigmatic I don't think he's, shift. He's not trying to adjust. He's being forced to adjust to it, and it, and those things take a lot of time. He right. He may not ever come around, but uh, I hope but, he does because he's but, annoying the crap out of me. Yes, it, it's it's frustrating he as readers annoying. because we have a much larger perspective than he does. Yeah. So and everybody else does it too. I mean, par- parents equally. Where like, but but here's the other thing. Well, so is did did Moiraine send Varen? Uh, we don't know. Yeah, she just took. She just took off. Right, we're speculating. What is she here. doing? Where does why does why does she show up? Because because Moiraine seems to ha- want Rand out there on his own so that he's not feeling suppressed. Yeah. And yet he and yet whoop here's Varen. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure if if Moraine sent her or if she came on her own volition. Once again, she's a brown. She's smart. She knows things. She researches things. She caught on to what Varen or what what. So um, what do we, what do you think Moraine would think about Varen being there? Probably not good. I don't. If if Varen's on her own, Moraine's not going to be happy about it. 
because it's not going to be part of Moraine's no. plan. Baron is very knowledgeable, and she could have figured things out and just showed up on her own. From the information that we've been given, it seems like they work well together. Yeah. Moraine and Varen? I think I guess we haven't been given to. that much information about both of them. Yeah. I mean, we know that Moraine know and that Varen... She, she understood. I think that Moraine would... I don't know. We don't know if she sent her or not. But Moraine is very, is, is very reluctant to... She in the room. She was also in a room with with Varen when Varen was just like laying some light down on the situation of oh obviously you think one of them is the Dragon Reborn so I think Moraine's opinion about Varen changed at that point. My feelings are that Varen is acting as a free agent at this point. I would agree with and that, and I think that's I don't think that Moraine is cool with that at all. She's not going to like that. She's right. I don't think so. Yeah, I, she, I mean, think... she definitely is. Varen is definitely pushing Rand to do things. I don't. But we'll know see that how that plays out. I mean, it could ultimately play out for the good. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Varen yeah. is pushing Rand. I don't think Varen is doing anything. Uh, from what we've I mean, witnessed, Varen's not to use the the stones. Varen's oh. not doing anything that that I don't think Moiraine would have done. Varen is is very much acting as a proxy for Moiraine, but yeah. she's not. Where is Moiraine at this point? We don't know. She's, we haven't come to her. The in last time we saw her, she, she was, was running. She off. was she was getting attacked by a Drakkar. Yeah, I, I so don't know. Weird. I we don't haven't know where been she with is. her for a while. So that could be an argument for why Varen is there. She could be acting as an eyes and ears for Moiraine. I just don't. I don't see them being allies. I I feel like I see them being reluctant allies. Uh, yes, I feel like Varen was brought in reluctantly. And I don't see Moiraine sending Varen there. And I think when Moiraine finds out, if she doesn't know, I think she's going to be, part of her will be irritated. Very, very irritated. Part of her will be irritated. By and what? The other part may be more irritated, depending own? on what Varen, what happens. Yeah, the, out, that's right, the, outcome, the outcome is going to matter. Right. But Varen... Yeah, I mean, I, I so think I would that think Varen would probably be doing what Moraine would be doing here. Yeah, Why? Like Why would we believe that? She's not Moraine. No, but it seems her her approach seems to be very Moraine like. She's a brown, so her her. Yes, I I agree, but we know, but she's not Moraine. No, no, so, but once again, the way she's handling Rand, I think, is yes. the same way that Moraine would handle. It, Rand it right seems now. that way. It's uh, from what we've read. It seems that way. Yeah, Leandrin. Leandrin disappears, and then she reappears in the tower. She could have disappeared for any reason whatsoever. It seems like she's communicating with Suroth. Well, or someone is giving so, them both orders, and they both have their orders the both to meet them. together. Yeah. Boy, so, oh someone boy. might be pulling yeah, the strings. it's possible. Man, you'd have to have a lot of trust in the project manager to just show up somewhere through a portal stone. And how does Leandrin know... Leandra's not using the portal. So what day the they're going to get there. She's using the ways. The ways. Thank you. How, how does she know what day they're going to arrive? How does she know how long it's going to take? Well, to for get all we know, the they might've been sitting out there waiting. Very interesting about them using the ways though. And the fact that, uh, when they used them, the, the silver was there, you know, instead of the. Oh, instead wind. of a match and shin. Mm. Yeah. I, yeah. That so is interesting. she's not in communication with Thane. No, that we know of. Uh, so why would it not be there? I don't know. Well, no, I think, I so think that the me. actual question is why is it there? 
That's the question. Not why is it not there when you open up the ways, but why is it there when Rand opens up the ways twice? Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't really know. Why? I have no answer for that. The default is that it shouldn't be there. So when the girls, when Leandrin opens it up and it's not there, that's the way it should be. The fact that Rand has opened yeah, the ways exactly. twice. It's strange that somehow Rand has a magnet on him. Not any time he tries to use it. Like this is new information for okay. us that Leandrin. Well, Adam, I don't think any of us have an, an answer evil person to your point. Goes and uses it, and it's not there. We have no answer yeah. for this. We have no answer. We have no idea. No. Okay. I mean, we're going to well, need to figure it out. No, I think I think it's a good it. th- good point to bring up. But I've I've got no information based no, on what I've read here. We that don't would know. Lead me to understand one way or another why it, it's weird. Yeah, we yeah, don't know it's yet. very strange because yeah, I figured Fane was controlling it, but it doesn't seem like he is. No. No, it, yeah, I don't know. Or he has a tracking unit on Rand. Anyhow, I also next. think it. I think it's Second. interesting that Leandrin returns. She's there in the tower. Nobody's been like, "Hey, Leandrin, well, where I you been?" The, I get the feeling they get to they get to go off and do their thing. I get the feeling, yes, they do. But I get the feeling that she has shown up and no one else has seen her. And because we know she's a dark friend at this point. Yeah. I get the feeling that she has sneaked to the girl's room. But and she, she made it so that when they go, she's created some sort of plausible tale for why they've disappeared. For the girls, yeah. yes, she yeah. has. But don't forget, when she left, the fact that she and Wa- she and Warren just disappeared. Swan yeah, had no knowledge, was up. given no warning that they were leaving, and they were just gone. But I don't know if they once again... I don't know that in Leandrin's case, when at they least, leave, she has to announce. It's when when they leave Meadow, it is it is Where? a Meadow that that's it. After they leave Faldara, yeah. they travel Meadow. as a unit to this village of Meadow, oh, which okay. is a departure point on the river. The Moiraine and Leandrin disappear from there. Right, they they take off. Right, and then Varen takes off too. Everybody is taking everybody. Yes, everybody's taking the river to the tower, and they disappear before taking the ferry down the river. So the fact that they've disappeared is a big deal, especially since Swan has told Moiraine specifically, "Hey, look, don't start. Don't do that. Stop acting like a free agent." But is um, she telling everybody that, or just Moiraine? Well. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, so maybe, maybe that explains they, why they are but, but it is worried it is, about their relationship. It is mentioned right. to Egwene that her that Leandrin's disappearance is causing as much of a scuttlebutt as um Moiraine's disappearance. Mm. And so she reappears here, convinces these naive girls that she, oh, she is working for Moiraine and leads them through the ways, which oh, by the way, she knows how to use the ways. She's evil. Yeah. Um, Touch and, of evil. And then, as, as I wish, as far as I said, I go. My other question is, what are these girls' days like? Because they are complaining <laughs> about how <laughs> difficult they, they are. Leave. How difficult they are. Yeah. And they're learning to be I said I. What? The only reference that I have is Hogwarts. What what is a life in the tower like for somebody who's training to be an Aes Sedai? I, I, I think you're doing a lot of We dishes. may find out more about that. We don't know squat about that right now. You're not juggling little glowing balls. 
No, well, they, yeah. No, you're doing dishes and meditating about a rose blooming. Is, is right. that it? Is it? Is it the fact that they're doing all this manual labor? Is that why they're so exhausted? Because, I mean, they... We well, get, Elaine we get, has never known manual labor in her life. Right. So is is Egwene that Egwene definitely has. Egwene has. Yeah, yeah she's the daughter well, of the innkeeper. Maybe they're all doing different things. But and they are complaining just, about you know, how just even. exhausted they are and how tough and grueling their days are. And I'm just trying to figure out what this gruel is. We just don't know. I think it's the dishes. It's the dishes. They're just doing they dishes all the time. Elaine, and when they're Elaine grew up pots. in an inn. She's used to doing dishes. Right. I don't, I don't yes, get it. Egwene, not Elaine. Egwene. No. I, I'm Elaine would be we just tired. don't know. Once again, this is like Adam's question of how as a reader, as a know. reader, there's part of me that's just seriously annoyed with annoyed with these girls that just wants to go suck it up. But I well, feel like, like I'm missing some in information. You're mi- you are missing they are from the amount of work that they have to do. Oh. It's like, well, it's not a job. Well, I can't I can't be annoyed with them any longer. Now Egwene is being treated like a puppy by some girl from a foreign country. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's are we my question. The, Why doesn't she have an accent? Can, can, can? Who? Why doesn't who have an accent? Why doesn't the uh, Suldam have an accent? She does. They just don't reference it. We're, at this point, we're to assume that all of the Shanshan have that slur. But certain, accent. T- but certain, you will Whatever see it occur. You will see that is. speech pattern occur. You will see it people. referenced. You'll see it referenced. You'll, Jordan will use it as a reference usually when they encounter uh, a foreign entity. This is a great segue. We were just talking about the Sean Chan. So let's, who can Chan Chan Chan? Do the Chan Chan We've done a lot of Chan Chan Chan. So I'm curious to see what we're going to cover in this section that we have well, already. Well, we learned. Well, we haven't uh, talked about Rena all that much. Yeah, and, and through Rena and through Egwene, we learn a lot about the Suldam Adam Damane relationship and uh, how it all works we learn about the history of how it is created Mm -hmm. which is really interesting didn't Um, work so well for the woman that created it it but it worked great for the sean chan Mm -hmm. so oh man no it did not work well for that woman no that's what you get when you try to enslave other people you think it's not going to backfire on you you dolt but just to just to bring up your point, it's uh, oh, so from it's, before Eric Rena basically just points out their philosophy, and their philosophy is horrible, pretty pragmatic. Which is, which is sometimes well, she says, but the woman women do not go mad in terms of the power. Better for them to become dominant than make trouble competing for power. But once again, that's their whole. That's, that's their based whole on their idea of so, what it is actually going to happen with these women that can channel. The White Tower, that hasn't happened. They're yep. basing this all off of their supposed idea of what could happen with women who can channel. And meanwhile, on the whole other side of the world, that's not happening. It is happening. No, it isn't happening. We know. They're doing it because they think these women are going to fight for power and kill a bunch of people. Not sure that just no. they're going to have their own little White Tower, which is not ki- harming anybody else. Um, the, the White Tower. Emmons Field would, dis- the Emmons Field would disagree. How is it, how with is it you? negatively act- impacted the people from Emmons Field? It hasn't. That's their superstition saying it could, but it actually sure, hasn't. Sure, but along the road in the first book, you would you would meet many people that would be against right, the ice that I because apparently they're all idiots and have this superstitious fear of what could happen, not as opposed to what has actually happened for the past. 300 years. Well, we've experienced the tower at this point. We know that there are several Aja. We know that these different Aja Aja don't necessarily all agree with each other. 
And we know that within the odd job, and Swan has confirmed this, they're all fighting for power. But yep. once again, who gives a darn when the whole rest of the world is getting along fine with whatever's happening with the White Tower? That's not affecting everyone else. The Sean Chan well, are saying they're going to fight for power. We need to control these people because they're a detriment to society. That's what they're saying. What, We're enslaving them because they're a detriment to society. What? Sure. What happens when the most powerful... Isn't that what the White Cloaks are trying to do? No, their mission is what the, just to subjugate say that everybody again? to their to their. The White world. Cloaks do not like the Aes Sedai. The White Cloaks don't like anybody unless you're a White Cloak. But the White Cloaks don't sure. like the... the white, so so this, is, this is an important conversation to have. The White Cloaks don't like the Aes Sedai for a very different reason than the Sean Chan don't like the Aes Sedai. The White Cloaks don't like the Aes Sedai for an ideological reason. They don't like the Aes Sedai because they think that they're evil. They think channeling. If you can channel, you're evil. The Sean Chan don't sure. like the Aes Sedai for pragmatic reason, like you mentioned, Adam, well, because they yeah. are problematic to uh, the politics from their of the city well, or the their, nation. Their viewpoint seems to be working out pretty well for them. Well, for them, not for anybody else. Here's so well, so, no, it's working out well for everyone that's not able to channel. It's just competing for power. It's right. Yes. It, yeah. It's a competition of power. It's a matter of nation building. If you're building yeah. a nation and you have this element, which, which could be, in, which could be disruptive and be its own power source. Rest yeah. of, once so again, like, the rest of the entire world on the other side of the world it. is operating Sorry, fine with these women being free. They're no. operating fine. Well, I mean, it, it all depends on, it all depends on what your, it's what your sense fine. of operating fine it's means. Not fine. What, how is it? Anyhow, not fine we're talking we about the, the, we, the Chan Chan. Well, we are, but this is, but, this is but all the part and parcel. but the the way that they the way that they treat women who can channel is is the lens through which we view them, and I think it's really important to understand that while the idea of enslaving any people is abhorrent, absolutely horrible. What they're trying to do is they're trying to keep control of, the, of their nation state. But we get this history of them. That is laid out here with Luther Pandrag Monduin, son of the Hawkwing. Mm -hmm. It's just history of him coming across the Aes Sedai, and then and those Aes Sedai were coming co coming, like contending for power amongst themselves. So <laughs> they're just like we, we get we that we get that once again from separate the, the these people from being lens. able to do that. But there is still fear well, of the Aes Sedai on this continent, and and a lot of and that fear distrust. has. Okay, I mean, whatever. That that concern is based on is based on the fact that these are incredibly why. powerful people who have who who might be puppet masters, might be, and that's what they're worried about. We and have, so, I, I mean, I don't think we've been given any examples so far of the fact they have outright done anything. Not yet, we haven't. We no. still got a long way to go. No. But the yeah. Sean Chan solution to this is we're not going to let them run free. We're right. going to enslave them. So and treat them yeah. like dogs. Yeah. Like literally like dogs. Right. Gross. It's, yeah. I, it's, I, I find it to be a, I, I find it, I, I love that Jordan is doing this. I find this to be fa yeah, a fascinating. He does such a good job with just actual humanity. Well, we've done, <laughs> we've done this, thereof, we've done yeah. this with superhero movies. <laughs> we've done this superhero the movies where they're free is, to yeah, roam sure, and dominate the world. And then we've done it superhero movies where somebody comes in and says, Hey, you guys are too dangerous. We need to regulate you. Mm -hmm. Now yep. the Sean Chan have enslaved rather than the regulated, but yeah, it's their version of regulating it, it, um, we under, 
I I feel like the the means are not are not you know are not good, but the inclination is understandable to want to control that element. Yeah, I'm so control. So that is the Chan Chan Chan. One two three, Chan Chan Chan. It's we now it time chan, for chan, a little. Chan. A candy-colored clown they call the Sandman. Every night, just, just a sprinkle, a sprinkle of stardust, stardust and, and a whisper. Go to, go to sleep. sleep. Everything. Everything. All right. Maybe we can cut that. It's in dreams. Right. Yeah, we never get to the actual chorus. <laughs> That's the fun part. <laughs> All right. So this dream is is really really brief. Yeah. Rant after I love how this guy just keeps showing up just to be like, Remember me, <laughs> remember me. And you have to I think he was also showing up me. in the other worlds whenever he was, you know, he's saying to Rand, I win again, Luce Theron. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? I win again. Yeah, is that he's happening so in that, that world? Is that an echo from that world, or is it him actively participating in that world? Don't is know. there a separate shaitan for each one of these worlds? Oh, or is geez. there one shaitan overseeing all of them? Very, very the, good question. The tie that binds. Hmm. He has, yeah. seems to have the same goal in each world that he is, and that's just yeah. to yeah. mess with Randall Thor. Yeah. One would think that if there's one creator, which I would think there was, uh, that there's also one shaitan for each hmm. one of these worlds. Do you think this? that he's affecting other people like he was in the first book? Or Shea-tan? is he just zeroed in on Rand now that he knows who Rand is? Uh, yeah, no, I think he knows who he's going for, and he's yeah. he's tapping into that, them but that's dreams. that's not to say that he might not be meddling with the other one's dreams as well. He, I mean, yeah, he it'd be pretty be. fun. If, they, if they're Taviran, Shaitan might want to be meddling with them too. But at this point, but we know all we're knowing is <laughs> we know they're comfortable with talking about at least their dreams with each other, and right. nobody nobody else is sharing this. Right. Maybe it depends on the hour of the day. Yeah. <laughs> well, they've all admitted to each other that they've had these dreams, and then admitted yes. them to an Aes Sedai. Yes. This dream is, yeah, really quick. This is one of those dreams where Rand doesn't even realize he's fallen asleep and he turns over and there's the guy. They're so exhausted. They're just falling asleep. And so, right. And so as the reader. He decided to go take a nap upstairs. As the reader, we we're for, for several sentences, we're trying to figure out, is this a dream or is, is this guy really (laughs) in the room? Uh, It's a dream. And, he is, he's telling Rand, Hey, I have all of these threads and they're all out there. And it sure seems to be fitting in with the plot of this book. In the fact that at the very beginning of the book, we had all this prophecy about Faldara and Almuth Plain and Toman Head. And here we all are. Everybody's here. So with that, yeah. that being said, the question is then, or my question is then, the only reason Rand is actually there is because of pot and fame. Shaitan, Balzaman, whoever this character with the burning eyes is, is saying it's all part of my plan. But pot and fame's doing his own thing. And Rand's there because of pot and fame, not because of the prophecy. So how does that work together? That's interesting. Well, that's like Token in the boys' room. That's that's Gollum. He is is serving his master. He doesn't want to, but he Mm. has to. I don't know that I agree with you, Adam. Oh, that's fine. But he mentioned it in the first book. He did, but it seems like he is he's a creature in development and he is becoming more and more independent of sure, his he's master. Like the CIA. He's a dark one. He, he, I think he still 
maintains the traits of the hound and the fact that he can always sense Ram, but he's on his own agenda now. Yeah. He is his own free agent. But here I, he is I, in fall I, I nonetheless. Think, I, sure, we don't have evidence of it, but it was mentioned before that he is controlled by a master. I'm going to go. It doesn't pod, seem like pod, he has pod been and recently. Pod and Fane is. I think, I, Mortis think pod, isn't. I think Pod and Fane has become his own thing now. I think well, he is his own. I mean, we had that conversation about how much Mortis is bottom fame so right. well i i think i think pod and fame and and moiraine has described this i think there's i think there's pod and fame which is essentially Gollum, and i think there's mortith right. i think okay. there's he's 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 two different entities i think that pod right. and fame is controlled by shit uh well it's like it's like Mortis how isn't. much of Gollum was Gollum. And how much of him was right? Gollum, right? When I say Gollum, so, I mean wait, wait, I mean the portion is, of Gollum that was controlled a more by ancient being. Then how does that exist outside? How does that evil exist outside of Shaitan? There are these other shades of evil. Yes, apparently there is. Well, Just right. like Mach- one seems Mach- to be right. controlling, and uh, and and one seems to be uh, well, one Mach- seems to have a mind, Mach- and the Mach- other Mach- seems not to. Pod and Fane has definitely two different minds going on inside. Yeah, of I, th- him. I, don't, right. I don't think well, any part of Pod doesn't have a mind, but mind, one and then is he more. Has Mordeth or whatever. Yeah, Mordeth. This evil that doesn't seem to have a mind like Shaitan does. No, it's I, that's it. That's an, and it's its own thing. I feel like he's becoming more of the one and less of the other. The further and further we go, Nobody's he's still being really, really conniving and making some mistakes here and there but right well the conniving is i think making the right friends. side of yeah. things okay anyhow but anyhow so that that was just interesting to me it's kind of like hmm so is is it's Rand, rand's there because of him because he's got the dagger he's got the horn right. if right. if if he was on the dark one's agenda well, he wouldn't. He, 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 would be, he could have captured up, so Rand like at any given point. He he, was, he couldn't have just run. He could have probably gone to Rand and gotten Rand for the Dark One, Mordeth, Pot and Fane, whoever that character is. So, yeah, but he's well, but very he, stubborn we as well because he just wants to meet on Tillman Head, which seems like it seems like his only. We know very that Rand disappears from his from his order. Right when he when he when obviously when he's channeling. At this point, it's yeah, we know that it's when he's channeling. So, so he doesn't always know where he is, and, and it's much easier to lead can, somebody to you so that you can set a trap rather than going to them where you're on ground that so you're what uncertain. The sure. have, what does Morath have to do with the Shanchan have anything to do with that? That's his own but weren't agenda. There, weren't there uh, prophecies yeah. about Toman Head? The, uh, I, I don't know how much of the prophecy was at Toman Head and how much of it was, I'll meet you at Toman Head, Randall Thor. Well, there, I think there's both. No. Yeah, they but might I think be there both. is both, so it seems... Well, yeah. I think we've got wheels intersecting that don't necessarily have to do with each other. Yeah, We're we have, we have cogs in the machine that don't necessarily interconnect. We have no evidence for only yeah. suggestions. Well, here's the, here's the other interesting thing. Are the Sean Chan part of Shaitan's plan? Isn't everything? Everything? Well, We're assuming knows? everything is now? Well, everything seems to be working in conjunction with that. It's kind of like he's got someone apparently in high cahoots as part of the Sean Chan. Mm-hmm. So she could be driving part of that. I don't think she could have them travel across the Aerith Ocean and no, land. No, but she seems to be pretty well situated. Once they arrive there, she's yeah. she's in a good position to make things happen. But somebody had to send them across the ocean in the first place. Right. Well, I guess that's right. the Empress, right? I would think so. And yeah. how does how does but how does have, Shaitan bring those? I mean, have, if, 
Maybe, what, maybe not. Someone whispering in, in someone's they're ear. Looking for, aren't they looking for... They're not looking for anything. They're, they're, they're executing the, the heritage of Hawkwing. No, no, no. They are the they are Hawk Hawkwing's heritage. Now, yes, uh, some of the Aes Sedai have, have, have held the oaths. Have uh, hypothesized that there is that there are some other descendants of Hawkwing's children there on the peninsula, and so and so that that would be an easy place for them to land. But at this point, they've just taken over the entire thing. So whether right. or not there okay. were people they're there to support like the, them or not, yeah, yeah, no, not they're not like the Aiel. No, no, they're not like the Aiel at all. They're not looking yeah. for anybody. It, yeah, okay. But it sure they're seems... They're just taking over the land that used to be theirs. Shaitan seems to be thinking that they are... that Not thinking, suggesting that they're part of some sort of grand plan. And then you have and then you have Pod and Fane, who's in there and thinks that he can use the chaos that they can create in order or to... Something. In order to lay some sort of camouflage for his own his own designs his on rand is. i well, don't, we don't know, know if it's for his designs on rand or if it's his own agenda of how he wants to take over rand. the world i'm i'm confused about pot and fans and goalier it I, seems like it's only to kill rand yeah right. it's, yeah, it's that, and that yes. seems to me the case yeah. yeah he hates rand he also i think he yeah. hates rand because but of what he, was done to him to hunt that rand is the dragon reborn why does that matter to him he doesn't care i would like to know if he knows well, it's very interesting. Oh, uh, Why does he hate Rand so much? He hates Rand. I just said that. He hates Rand because he was sent to hound Rand and all the things that were done yeah. to him while he was doing that. Ah, okay. He therefore yeah. hates Rand because yeah. of that. That is the, that is the, yes, you did hates, say that. That's the golem moment. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. But that's, that's why he hates Rand. Eh. And unfortunately the the Mortith part of him has just come in and is and is is glommed on to that, that hate for Rand. outside of the reality of him knowing that he might be the dragon reborn it's not a coincidence he was he was deliberately chosen by shaitan to track rand he was he was trying to find the dragon reborn so he would know who he is yes no okay so balzaman gets has this it has this moment with Rand in the dream, constantly refers to him as Luz Theron. Rand won't accept it. Always, then yeah. Bals- a thousand times, a thousand times. Then right, Balsman refers to the turning of the wheel and then also suggests, I'm stopping this. I am stopping this thing. The other interesting thing is we've heard several suggestions up to this point that there are that there are times during the spinning of the wheel when the, when evil wins and there are times when good wins. And, alternate universes, right? And yet, multiverse. and yet he is. And now he's saying this is going to be the end. He is determined in how, stopping. Well, how is this going to be the end of all? How is he going to kill him? Well, that's the reason why he wanted to get a hold of the Eye of the World was to have enough power to actually stop the Wheel of Time. He's looking right, right, right. for something to be able to actually stop time from regenerating, which requires a lot of power. And he hasn't found it yet, but he he's hoping that rather than having to stop time, he can simply convince Rand to come over to his side, which one would think would only work for this spinning of the wheel. So there's a lot of there's a lot of contradictions here that still have to resolve themselves. Yeah. So that is our... I will say, yeah. Yeah. That is our dream segment. Let's move into It Came From the Shadows, where we discuss the macabre and bizarre. 
which seems like our entire conversation tonight in this and for this segment is Matt. Matt is a really weird thing at this point because everybody is watching him dissipate and devolve into this shell of a human being. And yet he still has all of the vigor of his 19 or 18 year old self. Part of that's also, isn't he being healed? Yeah. Well, it's because he's being healed. It's because he's constantly being healed with Varen, which this is the one pot, the one definite positive of Varen being around because if there wasn't an Aes Sedai around, Matt would, Matt would probably be dead by this point. I would think. Mm. Yeah. So the the Maybe. last the I last don't know. he's Taviran. Yeah. Well, yeah, but he's not. Yeah, the we've seen how that reborn. works in other worlds. Um, the last description that we have of Matt is his eyes and his cheeks are completely hollowed, and he looks like death, and yet he has all of this energy. He's got to look like a zombie. Well, no. He, no, he doesn't look like a zombie because because we typically think of zombies being these slow, droning, moving things, and he has all of the vigor of a young man. Yeah, he just looks like someone who's, I mean, very. I think he looks like a vampire that hasn't eaten for a while, or yeah. you know, a math addict. <laughs> he's really, really strange because he's got to be this pale, gaunt, emaciated boy. Who's always like, yeah, all right, you know, we got to find the dagger. Don't forget about the dagger. Remember the dagger, Rand? You're getting the dagger. Matt's not had a good run in the first two books. No. Up to this point. No, well, I mean, he got I, healthy for a bit and then the dagger was stolen. That's, uh, yeah. That's mostly on him. He, 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 it's, it's his just well, own personality that grabbed the dagger to begin with. And then it's all been downhill since then. That was a bad choice. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So He's a good old boy. Who is our Coplin for the week? Who wants to go first? Well, I will. Rena. Rena. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I was gonna go with Leandrin, but yeah, I well, like Rena also. That's fine. Yeah. Rena. That's uh that's some dark ugh. Yeah. We just get introduced to a character that just delights in breaking a person down. Though she does seem to be a different soul dog the other than one. some of the others. You're less No, evil. I don't think so. I, well, I think we it's... know that most of them name rename their Demane immediately, and sure, she doesn't. But so she's just given her a chance. She just seems like she's her prized possession, but it doesn't. I don't think she's going to be. Well, she doesn't know what's she's worse, her prized possession worse, when she first captures a person her. off the bat, or just slowly torturing them because you learn more and more that you you can't control them. Like you're giving them a loose leash so they could trust you a little bit and think that you have some sort of choice on your own. I think that might be worse. I think you it's a are choice of two evils. You're, but, uh, you're filling in a lot of the blanks with your own assumptions here. All we know, well, because because when Rena puts the collar on Egwene, all we know is that this is what this is what the Sean Chan do. Sean Chan do. Uh-huh. We we know from Rena that most of them change a person's name immediately. And we also know this from Egwene's sure. conversation with several other of the Demane that she's had. In fact, she runs into an Aes Sedai to, uh, who informs her that there's another Aes Sedai there that has also had her name changed. Yeah, we and know that, that is losing her mind. We know that 
where it, her will to we fight. We know that Egwene right. has actually been able to plead to the High Lady Suroth to have men reprieved from death, and that has yeah. been allowed, and she has barely been punished for that. It seems like as far as... There is talk about her being punished quite a bit. She is punished. I don't... She's not punished as severely as she could be. I, I feel like while while Rena while the way that the while the way that the Sean Chan treat Aes Sedai is terrible, it, it's enslavement. That when it comes to slave masters, Rena is not as bad as she could be. Is is my reading of yeah, things so far? Lesser of evils. Yeah, she's horrible. She's just not as she's horrible still as an evil. Else. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I disagree with that. Because she is very normal. bad at the very end of the last chapter that we read. And make me believe Because she yeah. had enough. Yeah. Yeah, right. She She's become exasperated. She just was trying... Well, there was no reason for her... To take her time. She yeah. was trying to take her time? No, she's just trying to be like, oh, hey, I'm not that bad. Blah, 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 blah. Well, no, you are that bad. Well, let's think about it. Let's, let's, eliminate, let's eliminate the fact that what she's doing is totally wrong which we all agree with because it's enslavement. Let's just look at it from her standpoint. She's laid down some ground rules. By the way, the Aes Sedai laid down these ground rules to Egwene as well. Don't channel True. when so, unsupervised. Sure. Okay. And okay. yet Egwene repeatedly does that. So she comes back and discovers that, and let's look at it from Rena's standpoint. She thinks that she's been incredibly lenient. And she comes back sure. and discovers that, that, uh, that Egwene, despite all of the leniency, has decided to channel when she's been away. What does she have left to do to punish this girl to bring her in line? She's got to do something more extreme than what she's done to this point, right? From yeah, an evil sure. perspective. That's why sure. she's my Coplin of the Week. Okay. Because she has to go to extremes. And why do we go to extremes? Well, I don't know why you do. Uh, okay. Well, I'm talking I about Billy Joel. I, I know you are. It's um no good. She's my Copland of the week. Yeah, mine is Leandrin, just because she's another horrible person. Good choice. Well, and no, she's, she's such, a horrible Aes Sedai, which makes it even worse. And she's just been miserable every encounter we've had with her. She's she's a spiteful person. Yeah, she's spiteful. She's mean. She's uh, I, what do I need to say? She's just miserable, and I hate her. Oddly enough, it's not enough for the girls to be suspicious to the point where they don't accept her instruction. They're naive. Uh, well, they were naive, have naive. Like because it it was presented in a good way. Egwene was already having nightmares about Rand being in danger, so it's perfect. It's father of lies. Yeah, I, she does use the trump card to sort of override their suspicion. And they don't, yeah. they don't have a lot of exposure to her. Why were we they actually suspicious have, of her to begin with? We have more exposure to her as readers than they do. Well, they, they have. They, they note that, hey, you don't like Moiraine. And she actually goes out of her way to convince them that they have Yeah, guess what? Nynaeve doesn't a, like Nor Moiraine. Fair, fair enough. Reasons. But Egwene does. And she says, even after the fact, Nynaeve, in her mind, through the perspective that we are given... Is like who would I want to who would I want to torture the most, Moraine or and Leandrin? Right. Yeah. Yep. Well, at least she That's, settles on ugh. one. Does she? No, no, no. I don't think she does. I think she. I think they're they're still the two utmost in her mind. 
So mine yeah, is because mine yeah. is Ingtar. Ingtar <laughs> just is getting more and more irascible. That was mine of last week. Yeah. And uh, he, agreed. Yeah, he's he's just gotten worse since last week to the point where Huron has to constantly keep reminding him this is not how we pursue the horn. It's not No, must. that happened last week too. And he did it again this week. He's it's not the way. He I did know. it twice. Yeah. yeah. And Varen has Ingtar to chime in. Look. He uh he's he's he's, he's a live wire baby. madness. There's he, something going on there. He's Thorn chasing after the Arkenstone. He's just he's gotten and and they talk that we we've actually Ooh, gotten we've, we've gotten a couple of references to the fact that this is one of the dangers when seeking the horn is you can't seek the horn for your own glory. The only yeah. way you can find the horn is if you seek it for reasons other than your own glory. So and and not only that, but but then Ingtar uh, also foils Rand's, dis- Rand's desire to head directly to Falme. He wants to send out riders to the east and west to be able to try to find some sort of indication of Pod and Fane. He's not even willing to follow Rand directly to Falme, which we now know is where everything is going Would down. Have been well, right part decision. of that is Rand's not giving out the full information. Rand's not giving out the full information, but he has told, he has at least divulged at this point that he did learn from Damadred that that this is where Pod and Fane was going to be. So yeah, yeah. Rand is Rand is partially to blame, but Varen steps in and also talks about the writings that she saw on the Faldar and Keep. Yep. And the prophecies yep. mm-hmm. and how they are all all leading here as well. Yeah. So and then Ingtar is like, no. Yeah. Yeah. No, I disagree. I don't believe it I'm actually go is going to be own there. Thing. Ingtar's obsession is getting in the way of them completing their mission. Yeah, I find I'm it interesting, interesting though, to see how that's going to pan out. No one else is affected that way but him. No one else is yeah. affected that He's way. He's the leader. I don't think that matters. There's there's something afoot there. I well, mean, it makes sense. I mean, he's the first in command. He's the one who's most responsible for finding it. Yeah. He has he has the greatest amount of responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it seems like I mean his mission true. It's is not affecting. And it's just it's not affecting Rand else. at all. No. Which is funny because Matt's. Matt's obsession should be to get the dagger, and he was fine with Rand when he messed up. Matt's obsession is getting the dagger, but Rand, but Matt is also still a friend to Rand and still fighting, trying to you would be. You think if there's something going on with the friendly. horn, it would affect everybody, but yeah. Yeah. Rand isn't really chasing the horn, though, is he? He's chasing the, no, dagger. the dagger. He's chasing the dagger. Yep. So that's our, those are our, our Coplins of the week. Who leveled up? Egwene. Because she's, even though she's keeping her head through this horrible stuff that she's going through, no. she may be weakening a little, but, you know, hats off to the girl for She's fighting. Her, yeah, she's fighting this horrible, horrible, and it's been apparently a bit of time. Like, a bit of time's been passed, and she's, you know. Yeah, because Min shows up, and she's like, I'm here for my weekly visit. Right, yeah. It's been, and it's at least been a couple weeks, so. Yeah. Yeah. She's resisting and we get an indication that she's even she might even be better at resisting than the two Aes Sedai or the, no, we don't the know Aes Sedai how long that she's Sedai been there, but yeah. Yeah. Right. We uh, what we was the name of uh, can suspect that they've been there longer than she has. Right. Certainly at this point. But 
man, we th- this story relies a lot on Emmons Field stubbornness, mm. on that Manetherin yep. stubbornness. Yep, that's pretty good. And she's got it also. Stubbornness yeah. can just come out to be strength. Yeah, if you're resisting evil. If you're resisting good, it's not so good. Right, or common <laughs> no. sense. Rema. Rena. That's your no, level Rema up? is the name of the yellow Aja. Oh, Rena, yeah. Rema. Rem- Rena Rema. is the horrible one that tortures people. Rema right. is the yellow Aja. Okay. My, mine is mine is Rand. Hmm. Um, just because even though he screws up in using the stones, he does use them. And he still gets them there. He it's it's an antiquated ability that no one knows. Varen knows yep. a little bit about how it works, but she doesn't know. She knows that there is a a stone on Tomon Head because she's been there yeah. and she's seen it. Thank goodness she knew that. But she doesn't know what the symbol is to represent it. She doesn't know what the symbols are for the different Varen's worlds. Been traveling I thought she said she knew, she showed places. him the symbol for Tolman's head. She did. She showed him the symbol for Tolman's head. That's she how did, he knew how to get there. She, well, that's how he yeah, got, that's she how had he been got there. there. That was all very interesting how it was played out because Rand was under, under the assumption that Varen had actually used these stones before. Right, no. And then Varen was like, no. I haven't used oh, these right. stones before. I've just studied them, and I know about. I, I've I've heard about it before. Right. And I think. But then she's of- also like, she also brings up the fact that she's like, oh, I wish I had this book that Celine says that she had because it seems like she knows a lot of stuff. Well, she's because like, it hasn't been around. They haven't found a, a existence. Right. The breaking, the breaking Celine of the world. seems like mm, you've been around for a while. Yeah, yeah she's very Celine. interested. In What's Celine, going on with like you? The rest of us. So Rand. Rand is able to travel a huge group of people. Yeah. An army. A lot of, well, not it's quite an army. It's not quite an army. It's not quite an army. Army baby. I mean, it's, yeah. it's more like a squadron. Yeah. A troop. And he travels them across the continent to the far, an army toddler. to the far Western edge of the continent no small feet. is able to hold the power while they move through several different planes of a multiverse and uh, thousands yeah i mean a lot and thousands of lifetimes they all experienced an entire lifetime thousands of times yeah and yes. and gets them all and gets them all there i mean the amount That's a lot of power the amount of, lot of the wants. one power that he had to have used to do that is enormous and well, it was a surge. He doesn't mm. really know what he's doing. You know, just like we've seen Nynaeve learn the power very quickly and use it to do things that she had no idea of how to do, you know, until just before she got to her testing. And Egwene seems to be learning how to do some things. Yeah. Rand is well. Rand is. Rand is is learning exponentially quickly here. He's the only one truly. I mean, those other people can look he's at what other people damage. are doing and learn. Like from serious, them. He's serious. He's in a damage. void. He's doing it all himself. Yeah, know? that's something. Yep. By the way, that Balzaman has told him is I'm the only one who can teach you. You're completely out on your right. own on the yep. on the frontier yep. trying to figure all this stuff out. So yeah, which is crazy. No matter how many women that are in power that you have surrounding you, none of them actually know who you are. 
So that is uh, that is my that is my who leveled up for the week. Adam, yours? Yeah, mine is naive. It's a good one. I was thinking that too. Yeah, just because. I mean, I talked to her about it before about the confusion about the fact that she can only do things out of anger. But when she does it out of anger, she does it. She does it pretty well. Uh, and the fact that she ran away, and then Elaine was like, "Yeah, I ran away too." I wish I wouldn't have done that. And then Nynaeve just puts her in her place and is like, no, we're fighting another day. It's good that you ran away. Uh, that's some good wisdom there. <laughs> I like the fact that she was also pragmatic. There's, this is the pragmatism I like. In Elaine's <laughs> like, I've only got like 10,000 pieces of gold. I don't know what that's going to do. And Nynaeve's like, Pfft. oh, yeah. She's we can like, exist for like three years on that. Head. What are you talking about? And yet they get to Falme and realize that because of the war, prices have escalated so much that she's wrong. Right, but at least and they Elaine got there with what they apples. had. Yes. And using, Elaine is stealing, side note, Elaine is stealing apples and using the power to, to <laughs> steal apples, and then they had to have to hide away for three days. Well, Nynaeve also apparently uh, zapped someone's collar to try to figure out how to unlock it. Oh, man, this is the hypocrisy of Nynaeve, and we constantly run into it. She, she argues with somebody for doing something that she's done, but she's she can done. rationalize why she's done it because it's yeah. part of her internal monologue. Yeah, but at least I feel like I feel like this week she has been right. a bit she's less of annoying. a decent leader. Well, yeah. she's whether or not she's annoying, she has leveled up. I mean, she's gained skill. She was watching these um, these Demone channel and using that channeling to be able to draw lightning from the sky. Before we end here, I want to ask a question to you. Uh, we discover that Galadrian is dead. Galadrian, no. the king. Yeah, we did. It was just mentioned on the side that this guy was dead. Right. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't. It was literally an aside. Uh, it's in chapter 38, practice. It's, so it's Egwene and then it's Egwene, uh, Min, and Elaine talking to each other, and they say King Galdrin is dead. Yeah, I knew it was mentioned. Just didn't yeah, it's just mentioned that this dude is dead. So the well, entire that's a big news to us, to them, it's not a big deal, but to us, it's a big deal. Well, the entire power structure of Kyrian at this point is completely deal. gone, non-existent. Yeah. Wow, that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Karian is in Yeah, shambles. it's very strange, and it's just mentioned one moment, and then we heard about this guy before, and why on earth is he dead? If we're supposing it's because he sent and the assassins after Tom. It makes sense because Tom. the other guy died. What did you say his name was? Barthamus? Barthamus so was killed by his own dark line. friends. It's not going to matter to the girls all that much. No. The only It would be more significant to Rand and Matt and Perrin than it would be to Egwene and Nynaeve. And that's the reason why if you hear it through their ears, they're going to be like, oh, that's weird. It's significant to us They as haven't readers been there. Right. Also. To true, us, true, true, right. True. To us as readers, it's, it's of greater significance. Which is very strange to me. Well, it's also yeah. even more strange to the fact that Tom was going after him. They imply Some people it. could assume that. but They, they flat out imply it. She's like, don't go do this, Tom. And Tom... Is Left like, with hate in his eyes. Yeah, That's yeah. it. That's all we get. Really? That was our podcast for this episode when we covered chapters 37 through 42. Join us for episode 17 when we cover chapters 43 through 48. Goodbye, everybody. Jack says goodbye. Oh, the three Jacks. <laughs>